welcome to The Mary Mack Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. How are you doing, my friend, my warrior? I hope this day finds you well and safe. In the last number of weeks, we touched on different aspects of pet loss, mostly for adults, and today I'd like to take a little bit more time to talk about how children are affected by pet loss. For a little one, this could be their very first death that they are experiencing. It can be anything from the death of a goldfish to a rabbit to a pet that has lived in the house for very many years. It can also be a neighbor's pet who your child loves dearly. Each time your child would go visit their neighbor friend down the block, they would have the ability to spend time with that dog or cat or other animal, and even though the pet is not theirs, they can feel very sad that the animal has now died. And you might be perplexed as to how your child could be so involved and so affected by the death of another child's pet. But I want you to know that this is simply natural and normal. As I said in the past, the level of grief we feel for an individual or an animal all has to do with the relationship they had with that person or pet. It has nothing to do with the label that we give them. So sometimes people are wondering how we could be so sad at the death of a neighbor when they weren't even related to us. We may have had an extremely long and close relationship with that neighbor or friend more than we could ever have had a relationship with perhaps a relative who lived 2,000 miles away. So our little ones are now learning about the death experience for the first time, something that is all new to them. And whether it is their first death experience or their second or more, their reaction and the time it takes for them to go through the grieving process has everything to do with the relationship they had with that animal and how much they loved it, and how much that animal loved them. One of the most important things to remember, whether this pet was their own or someone else's, we must never make light of the fact that it was just an animal, because for our children, the level of love they felt for that pet can be all-consuming, and they are in shock, and they are unsure how this is all happening to them. 
Children may have trouble in school and are unable to focus on their schoolwork because they're concentrating on the pet who has died. They may have trouble eating and sleeping, and they may feel that they want to cuddle with you even more than they used to. This is their way of gaining reassurance that everything is going to be fine again, and you need to give that to them. You must be aware that they need this, so please set aside time to sit together on the sofa or lay with them in bed until they fall asleep if they are having trouble sleeping. They may ask a lot of questions now that you may not be prepared to answer, so let's look at a few of them, okay? They may find themselves crying a lot more, and they may be wondering when all this crying will finish. Let them know that crying is an absolutely appropriate reaction to when we feel sadness. Let them know that you cry when you're sad. It is a natural reaction to pain. They may also be wondering why their stomachs hurt and they don't feel hungry. This is all part of the grieving process and we need to help them understand that we are missing that pet and that nothing is wrong, everything is fine, and we are just reacting to a pet's passing. Many times we may say things like, Oh, don't be such a baby, or you need to be tough now. And they're going through what might be their first death. This will only suppress their emotions and bottle up all their feelings inside, and they will lose their ability to move forward in their grieving process. So please be sensitive to their feelings at this time, and watch what words come out of your mouth. If this pet, this fur baby, happened to be a constant companion after the death of their father or mother, sister or brother, even a grandparent, they will feel this loss even more. For them, this is a double loss. This pet was everything to them and helped them move through the grieving process after the death of their beloved and significant person in their life. It will take them much longer this time to grieve that pet's death because it was that pet who got them through such a difficult time in their life. Also, they may be wondering why it was their pet that died. Their friend down the block still has their pet, and your child loved them too. So why is it now that their own pet died? They may be perplexed about this, as it just doesn't seem fair to them. We must help them realize that each pet has their own life cycle. Some pets are with us for a very short time, while others could be with us for much longer. Some pets might become ill, and we have to do the right thing for them and help them with their pain, while others might be lost killed in an accident, or even, very sadly, stolen. 
When we find ourselves not having just the right answer, because they're too young to understand euthanasia, or someone taking an animal deliberately, or harming an animal deliberately, we need to choose our words very carefully. We need to say things like, we really aren't sure why some person would do something so mean and take our fur baby, and we may never get the answer to that. But it's more important now to celebrate the life we had with them and remember all the wonderful things we did with them. You might also want to say how you feel so badly about the situation too, so that they feel connected to you and they realize they're not the only ones who feel this way. You might also say that your pet was so ill that we wanted to make sure they were no longer in pain. You must also understand that your child might be feeling guilty for some reason that seems trivial to you, but for them it's very much a part of why they are feeling so badly. It could be as simple as they didn't pet the dog long enough or they put the dog out of their room so they could be alone, or they didn't walk the dog with you when you asked them to, or they didn't play with the dog, or they didn't make sure that the gate was closed, or they didn't watch the dog enough when you asked them to. There can be so many different reasons why they feel guilty. And it will be helpful if you ask them appropriate questions to try to draw that out of them so you can deal with these emotions that they are having right now. Guilt is basically a feeling of responsibility for something that is either imagined or real. The outcome was never intended or possibly couldn't be prevented either. Let your little one know that all of us make mistakes and we can be forgiven, and sometimes you need to say that out loud to make them understand that you are forgiving them for whatever it is they did or think they did. We need to let them know that everything that lives will die at some point in life. Flowers grow and blossom, and after they have provided the beauty and wonderful smells, at some point they flop over and die. We need to help them learn coping skills, so when they experience the death of a person, they will have a sense that this is all part of a life cycle. And they also need to know, as we have said before, that we could feel more passion and more love for an animal, whether it's our own or friends, than perhaps the person who we barely knew. They may also have heard someone in the family say that the pet was put to sleep or putting a pet down. Children don't understand this language because they believe that a person who is sleeping or even the dog who is sleeping will eventually wake up and play with them again. They will wake up the next day just like everyone else. So it would be better to say that your dog was in a great deal of pain or your dog had an accident or was involved in an accident and now they are no longer with you. And if you do believe, you can say that they have gone on to heaven, 
and they are no longer in pain. We need to remember that when we say things like our pet has gone, or is sleeping, or at peace, or rest, that this means different things to different people, and for a child, it might lead to confusion. So be careful with your words. Choose them wisely, and if you see a questioning look on your child's face, you might want to address it then or just a little later on. They may also want to know if the pet will ever come back. Children do not have a full grasp of timing when it comes to death. You may think they understand, and you may have addressed that in a conversation, and then they'll get up and go play. Hours will go by, and then you might be sitting down to dinner, and they'll ask you again when Buddy is coming home. You might answer by saying, Buddy has died, little one, and we are so sad about it. We miss him terribly. He was such a good dog. Why don't we share some of the fun times we had with Buddy? Do you remember when? You start the Remember When game and ask them to add their memories too. Have everyone in your family talk about him and tell wonderful stories that they remember. It makes your beloved pet come alive again in minds and hearts. You might also like to memorialize your pet in some manner. If you decide to bury your pet in your backyard, you can have a small ceremony where everyone gets to say goodbye and says thank you to the pet. You might also memorialize your pet by planting a flowering bush or tree, or planting or bringing flowers to a pet cemetery where you've decided to bury them. It could also be as easy as gathering a bunch of balloons. You can encourage your child to draw pictures and write notes of goodbye to the pet, thanking them for all the fun times they gave your family. You can then go out into the backyard, tape those notes to the balloon, have everyone say goodbye out loud, and anything else they'd like to share. Then all at the same time, everyone's balloons can be lifted into the air in a wonderful ceremony of thanksgiving. Lastly, we need to consider whether it is a good thing to get a new pet immediately after one has passed on. Only you can decide this as your child moves through their grieving process. Their grief is real, and it must be respected, even if they cannot give it words because of their tender age. Be kind. Be supportive. Never take their pain lightly. They will look for your warm embrace and continual comfort. Our first encounter with death is a difficult one. Be there for them in every way. So now it's time to get up, move our bodies, and dance, dance, dance. And even if you think this is a little wacky, don't think about it. Just do it anyway, okay?
thank you for listening in today. Remember to write five things in your journal each night that you are grateful for. Visit my website, marymac.info, for your free book. And please subscribe, rate, and review my podcast wherever you listen to me. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak to you again soon.